Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm gonna be going through some of my favorite mid-round wide receiver targets. I put out a similar video with running backs about a week ago, but now it's time to talk about the wide receivers. And I'm gonna be looking at my four favorite wide receivers that are going between rounds five and eight. If you guys watch this video and you find yourself enjoying the content, please just make sure to leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Then also let me know your thoughts down below. Do you agree with these mid-round wide receiver targets? And then if you have some other guys that you're looking at in the middle rounds, let me know down below. Give me your reasoning and I'll respond back to you as soon as I can. But let's get into the first player and it is going to be Deontay Johnson. He is currently going as the wide receiver 25, which is a mid fifth round pick. And I think he's just going to be a very safe option this year because of the volume he's going to be given. He was targeted 144 times last season, and that was only in 15 games. So number six in targets in just those 15 games. And he also left two games early in the first half with injuries. And then he was also benched in a second half of a game for drops. I still view him as the number one target in this Steelers offense. You do have Juju and Claypool there. But I just think he's already proven he's better than Juju. Him and Juju kind of operate similar roles in this offense. And Deontay Johnson just straight up out-targeted Juju as the younger option. So I think Deontay Johnson has passed Juju. And then for Claypool, Claypool may be the more talented wide receiver overall, but he is just not a good fit with Big Ben. Late in Big Ben's career, he's not going to be trying to push the ball down the field to Claypool. He's going to be throwing underneath to Deontay Johnson, running those slant and drag routes. So I think he's definitely the locked-in alpha of this offense, and there's no doubt that he struggled with drops last season, led the NFL with 11 drops, which is definitely not ideal. And also, the Steelers are probably going to regress in pass attempts because they went out and got Najee Harris. So if you go out and draft a first-round workhorse back, you're probably going to be looking at running the ball just a little bit more than you did last season but I still think Deontay Johnson is going to receive a huge workload this season. You know, I don't think he's going to have the same issue with drops. He's obviously a very talented wide receiver, and I definitely think he'll have that corrected for this season. And he's also still improving. He's going into his third year in the NFL, so he's still very young and put up those really solid numbers as a sophomore in the NFL. And so I just think at his current ADP, he's being drafted very close to his floor. You know, he has that nice floor with that volume, but I do still think he has a decent amount of upside, which really isn't being included in his current draft price. And so I like him as a solid wide receiver too, especially if you go running back early, you know, maybe you go running back, running back, maybe even three running backs early, and you're able to get Deontay Johnson in the fifth round as your wide receiver too. I really like that value. And then if he is your wide receiver three, I just think you're set up for a great wide receiver room. All right, the next player I'm going to be talking about is Kenny Galladay. He is being drafted actually right after Deontay Johnson as the wide receiver 26, and he has been a late fifth round pick. And honestly, I didn't think Galladay would be a player that I'd be super interested in targeting this offseason. Before he signed with the Giants, you know, when we didn't really know where he was going to go, I viewed him as a high-end wide receiver too you know, somewhere around the number 14 ranking, somewhere in that like 15 to 12 range. But he obviously dropped a lot in those rankings after he signed with the Giants. But I just think he's fallen a little bit too far. He's definitely not a safe pick this year. You know, he's not a guy like Deontay Johnson who's going to be guaranteed a ton of targets. 
but I still think he has a lot of upside, especially at this ADP. You're just not going to be able to find many wide receivers who have finished as wide receiver ones this late in the draft. We saw Kenny Galladay finish as a wideout one in points per game in 2019, and you're definitely not going to be finding players with that track record who are still in their prime. Galladay is a true deep ball and touchdown threat. In the 2019 season, the year he did finish as a wide receiver one, he led the NFL in deep targets and receiving touchdowns. There's obviously going to be a clear drop-off in quarterback play going from Matthew Stafford to Daniel Jones. Obviously, Jones has not had a hot start to his NFL career, but I do think there's still a little bit of hope here for Galladay. Daniel Jones didn't throw a high number of deep passes in 2020. He ranked 23rd in deep pass attempts, but he was very efficient when he did throw the ball deep. He ranked number seven in deep pass completion percentage, and that's while playing with receivers who are not true deep threats. You know, none of the weapons that Daniel Jones has thrown to rank anywhere near Kenny Galladay. He's throwing to Slayton, Shepard, Golden Tate. I mean, those are capable NFL wide receivers, but they are definitely not wide receiver ones in the way that Galladay is. And so I understand there's not a lot of stability with this pick, but I'm just going to be betting on Galladay's talent especially at the wide receiver three price tag. Next player I'm gonna talk about here is Juju Smith-Schuster. He is being drafted as the wide receiver 38, a mid seventh round pick. And just like I didn't think I'd be talking about Galladay as a guy I wanted to target, I think Juju is one of the last players I think I would want to target going into this off season. But here we are. I just think he's being drafted far too low He finished as the wide receiver 27 last year in points per game. And obviously, like I mentioned, being drafted as the wide receiver 38. And I just don't really see a reason why he'd fall too much from that 2020 finish. It seems like people are almost punishing him with this ADP for not really living up to his potential. You know, when he was playing alongside Antonio Brown, he was putting up wide receiver one numbers, you know, as the second wide receiver on that team. And when AB left, I think everyone expected him to just truly break out and emerge as one of these top tier NFL wide receivers. And it just didn't happen, but we just kind of have to recalculate our opinion of Juju and acknowledge that he needs other players around him. But I still think he definitely has some value in fantasy. He's not gonna be a big play receiver, but he is still a solid volume target and a red zone threat on this Steelers offense. And I just think he's being drafted closer to his floor than he is to his ceiling. He'll still likely be around 90 to 100 receptions, which already gives him a very solid floor on an offense that finished in the top half of points per game last season. All right, the last guy I'm going to talk about is Antonio Brown. He is going as the wide receiver 43, a late eighth round pick or an early ninth round pick. And I've talked about him in a number of videos. He's one of my favorite values at any position this year. He was the wide receiver 26 in points per game last season, and that was despite joining this team in the middle of the season. So not only did he join in the middle of the season in terms of playing, but I mean like he wasn't on the roster, he wasn't practicing with these guys, he wasn't in those team meetings, he was not involved at all, and just had to step in right away. And I mean he definitely struggled at the beginning, but just continued to improve as the season went on. I think we've seen that him and Brady just have natural chemistry on and off the football field. In Antonio Brown's sole game with the Patriots, him and Brady absolutely balled out together. And then we also saw AB make some huge plays in Tampa Bay last season, and he is still an incredibly talented weapon. He may not be in his true prime right now, but the last full season we saw out of him was in 2018, 
And so obviously 2019, he played the one game with the Patriots. Then 2020 was last year with the Bucks. But in 2018, in 15 games, he put up 1,300 yards and 15 touchdowns. So that is high-end wide receiver one production. And I'm not here to argue that Antonio Brown, you know, should be a top 12 wide receiver pick. He probably shouldn't even be a top 24 wide receiver pick. But I'm just saying that this wide receiver 43 is absolutely insane. The Bucks do have a lot of weapons. You know, they're going to have a lot of cooks in the kitchen, a lot of guys who need to get the ball. You've got Evans, Godwin, Gronk, OJ Howard, Brait. You have Fournette. You have Ronald Jones. You have a lot of guys who are going to touch the ball, but he's also going to be a part of one of the most explosive, high volume, high scoring offenses in the entire NFL. And also, how are teams going to defend AB? I think most teams are going to look to lock down Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, which is just going to leave a lot of opportunities open for Antonio Brown. I mean, imagine trying to play man on this Buccaneers offense. You have to cover Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and then what? Antonio Brown gets the cornerback three. That's just going to leave AB a lot of openings. And as long as he doesn't mess up off the field, I really can't see a scenario where he finishes lower than his ADP on a points per game basis, essentially outside of him just like getting injured for the entire season in week one. I just don't think it's going to happen. So Antonio Brown is definitely one of my favorite kind of later mid-round wide receiver targets. So those are going to be the four wide receivers that I'm targeting in the middle rounds. I went through Deontay Johnson, Kenny Galladay, Juju Smith-Schuster, and then Antonio Brown. And that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for stopping by, watching, and listening. Remember, if you guys enjoyed the video, please just leave a like and think about subscribing to the channel. That really helps support me a lot. Then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Thank you guys again for tuning in, and I'll see you tomorrow.